0: Presenting the transcription feature, Superman!
1: Look at the sky! Look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's
2: Superman!
1: And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who has come to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, and who fights a never-ending battle against crime and oppression... Disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper. The mystery surrounding the dragon's teeth, ten pieces of precious Chinese jade that hold the secret of everlasting life, is deepening. As our story continues today, Lois Lane, star girl reporter of the Daily Planet, and young Jimmy Olsen are seated in the Chinatown apartment of Dr. Chi Wan, Oriental scholar and art collector. They are about to drink some of the Chinese tea that only ten minutes before poisoned Perry White editor of the Daily Planet. But neither Lois nor Jimmy are aware that death lurks in the cups chi is preparing for them.
3: Listen. Sugar, Miss Lane?
4: Two, please. Three for me.
3: Ah, oh, you have a sweet tooth, young man. Uh, your cup, Miss Lane.
4: Thank you. Young man. Thanks. Hmm. Oh, my this tea certainly is pungent.
3: Yes. It is a special blend of choice leaves. I feel certain you will enjoy it thoroughly.
4: I'm sure I will. Well, bottoms up, Jimmy. Oh, what is Don't drink that tea. It's Superman. Put those cups down.
0: Both of you. Now, Dr. Juan, you have a little explaining to do. I,
3: I, I do not understand. Who are you? How did you burst through a window like some giant bird? He's
4: Superman. He can fly through the air and break a stone wall with his fists and... I... I can't believe it. Who, who is this man? Why does he wear a red clothes? I told you. He's Superman.
0: Who I am is of little importance at the moment, Dr. Wan. There are a few other little matters to be cleared up. Matters that involve murder. Murder? That tea in those cups. It's poison.
3: Poison? Gee, well, it. No, no. No, it cannot be. It is impossible. Look. I will drink it myself.
0: Don't be afraid fool. Now, listen to me. Two men visited you less than half hour ago. Is that true?
3: Yes. Mr. White and Mr. Kent.
0: You served them this tea, didn't you?
3: Yes, but I...
0: While you were out of the room, Mr. White drank some of the tea. In less than a minute, he collapsed, gasping for breath. He was rushed to the hospital, where even now he is lying at death's door. No. No. It's all right, Miss Lane. Everything possible is being done for him. The doctors say he has a good chance.
3: You, you poisoned me. And you tried to poison us. On the honor of my ancestors, I did not...
0: One moment. There's a taxi waiting at the door, Miss Lane. I think you and young Jimmy had better go. I'll take care of Dr. Juan. I'm
4: I'm afraid to go downstairs alone. You see, someone tried to attack us when we came here. There's nothing
0: to be afraid of. I've seen to that. The driver has instructions to take you back to your office.
4: I don't suppose there's any way I can thank you for what you've done.
0: Yes, there is. Don't mention having seen me to a soul. The work I do can only be accomplished if I remain a legend.
4: You have my promise.
2: Goodbye. So long, Superman. Gee.
0: So long, Jimmy. And now, Dr. Wan... Wong... You must
3: believe me. I did not know that he was poisoned. I... My enemies are like the sands of the desert. It was they who... Just a moment. I... Where are
0: the dragon's teeth?
3: Do... Do you know about them?
0: Yes. Where are they?
3: I... I have them here. In this velvet case. There. Nine of them gathered from the four corners of the earth.
0: And each of these pieces of jade is engraved with a symbol representing a rare herb found only in the mountains of western China.
3: Yes, but how did you know?
0: Never mind that. These herbs, when combined and ground into a powder, are said to make the human body free of disease. Yes,
3: but one must have all ten herbs, and the tenth dragon's tooth is owned by another.
0: Walter Huffman, a dealer in jewels.
3: I I am amazed. Amazed. Tell me who you are. How do you know all that you have repeated to me?
0: I come from another planet, Dr. Juan, the planet Krypton, long since shattered into a million glowing fragments. Here on Earth, I am known as Superman because of the strange powers I possess. The powers of strength, power of speed, but above all, the power to resist disease. Look. This tea is impregnated with deadly poison.
3: No, no, no. Do not
0: drink it. I assure you it will have no ill effect on me. There. You see?
3: I am witnessing a miracle. No,
0: Dr. Wan. Merely a strange twist of fate that brought me to earth. But enough of that. I believe you when you tell me you did not poison the tea. I would have no reason. Exactly. But others might have a reason. To get possession of the nine dragon's teeth. It's...
3: It can only
0: be Huffman. Whoever it is, I will help you. If there is anything at all in the magic of these ten herbs, it must be given to humanity and not used for personal gain.
3: You speak, Superman, as I myself have spoken.
0: Good. Then we can work together. Now tell me more about Walter Huffman.
3: He is a man who has dealt in jewels for many years. Yes. He is shrewd, unscrupulous. A man who would not hesitate to crush anyone who stood in his way.
0: Mm -hmm. Where can he be reached?
3: He maintains an office in the city building. But let me warn you, he is dangerous.
0: Thank you. I must go now.
3: What about the dragon's teeth? You wish to take them with you? They are not safe here.
0: They will be safe until tomorrow, at which time Mr. Kent will call for them. Remember, not a word of this to anyone.
3: Nothing shall pass my lips. I will unlock the door for you.
0: The door? The window is good enough. The
3: window? The window? Goodbye, Dr. Wan.
0: Goodbye.
2: And um, Blessing.
3: Up! Up! And away! It is a miracle. My eyes have seen medical miracle.
0: Oh! Oh! Don't bother calling your servant, Dr. Wan. He can't hear you. He's gone. Who is that? Step back, and I will come out of the darkness.
3: Hoffman. Yes, yes my friend. You don't seem pleased to see me. What did you enter? Who let you in? Sao, your little Chinese
0: boy. I paid him well. No, 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 no! You are lying. Why should I lie? It was also Sao who poisoned the tea you failed to drink. However, I did not come to discuss my message with you. You know what I want.
3: No, no, I do not have them. They have been taken that away.
0: velvet box in your hand, don't try to hide it behind your back. Give it to me. No, no, never. You heard what I said. Give it to me. oh no,
3: help, help.
0: Shut up, you.
3: Help. Help.
4: Here, yeah, rush this
0: down, Jimmy. Tell Riley to squeeze it into page two. The a Chinaman, but he's important.
4: Chi Willick. Dr. Wan.
0: Matt, do you know him, Jimmy?
4: You bet. Miss Lane. Miss Lane. Miss Lane, look at this. Chinese scholar murdered. Yep. Dr. Chi Wan, eminent authority on Oriental art, was beaten to death tonight in the living room of the department at 44 Boyer Street. Jimmy, is it your idea of a joke? It's no joke. I'm honest, it isn't. It just came in on the teletype from police headquarters. Read the rest of it. Okay superficial examination revealed that Dr. Juan had been struck with a blunt instrument. Oh, Jimmy, this is terrible. Well, I was him less than a half hour ago. That's right. Well, Kent just called from the hospital. He's with Mr. White. I'm going to rush down and talk to him about this. Can I come? No, you'd better stay here. I'll be back soon. Miss Lane, you don't think... You don't think Superman... It's had... just what I'm wondering, Jimmy. I'll see you later.
0: Wanted in surgery. Dr. Marston. Wanted in surgery. Well, Mr. White's fine, Lois. Too bad you can't see him, but visiting hours are over. Well,
4: that's not what I rest down here for. Here, read this.
0: fine
4: Great Scott. Why, oh, this is impossible. I,
0: I I just left him.
4: You just left him.
0: Well, I, I mean about an hour or so ago.
4: Well, well, anyhow, listen to this. Jimmy and I were sitting in his apartment less than a half hour ago. Suddenly, a man in a blue costume and a red cape came crashing through the window. Jimmy recognized him immediately. Who was it? Superman. Oh,
0: Lois, don't tell me you believe Superman really exists.
4: Well, I saw him with my own eyes. He seemed to know my name and Jimmy's name. In fact, he knew everything. If it hadn't been for him, both Jimmy and I would have swallowed some of the same tea that poisoned Mr. White. I don't get the point of all this, Lois. I'm <laughs> coming to it. Superman suggested that Jimmy and I go back to the office. He had a taxicab waiting for us outside Dr. Juan's house. We left him there alone with Dr. Juan. I still don't understand. He was alone with Dr. Juan. And the next thing, Dr. Wan's murdered. Oh, but, Lois, you don't think... I'll tell you what I think. Superman knows who killed Dr. Wan.
3: just jumping to conclusions,
4: Lois. Maybe I am. But I'm going to find out if it's the last thing I do. I'll spread this story across the front page. Listen. If Superman is half the man he's supposed to be, he'll step forward and tell all he knows.
1: Dumbfounded, Clark Kent stares at Lois. For the first time in his career, his double identity is in danger of being exposed. What will he do? Don't forget to tune in next time for another thrill-packed episode with Superman. Tune in the next
0: thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman.
3: Up at the sky. look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's
1: Superman!
0: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.
5: February 14th, 1941 Episode 159, The Dragon's Teeth 3 Welcome to Superman Radio Revisited! I am your host, Matt. The original plan for this episode was for me to have a co-host. I was asking my wife if she would like to come on the show and be my Valentine for 1941, as it were. For various reasons, however, that just never came together, and I feel like it's been more than long enough since the last episode and I feel like I just want to get an episode out and so I also feel like it's just as romantic to dedicate the episode to her we just celebrated our 20th anniversary a couple of days ago as I record this so I am dedicating this episode to Heather Cody and going forward if anybody out there in listener land would like to me to give a shout out to anybody. Just let me know the date and the name. I'm more than happy to do it. Don't know if that's a great prize or anything, but I want to put that out there. And also if anybody out there would like to hear Heather in the future, maybe some encouragement would help just uh, send in some feedback and say you'd like to hear on perhaps her, our anniversary or Her her birth date going in the future. So, not birth date. My wife wasn't born in 1941, but I just like to do the days. Okay, that's enough preamble. I'm ready to get into this episode because this is a great one. We have some huge things that happened, such as Superman and Lois Lane finally having a conversation And Superman finds out some things about himself that we didn't know he knew. So it's very exciting. Let's get into it. In the opening of the episode, when Dr. Chi-Wan is offering the tea to Lois and Jimmy, Superman arrives just in time to stop them from drinking it to save their lives because we know that the tea is poisoned. And this is when we get that conversation I was alluding to. So Superman... Jimmy, Lois Lane, Dr. Chi-Wan They're all having this conversation And Superman Talked with Lois Lane in his very first Comic book appearance in Action Comics Number 1 in 1938 But it took us 159 episodes To get it in the radio serial And so I would just This is bringing me to a tangent About how The radio show, I'm saying It's a different continuity from the comics Because I'd say the comic books, the comic strip which he had a daily newspaper strip and a Sunday newspaper strip at this point of the show airing. just We know how Superman has many different iterations and continuities today, but in 1941, we can already see that the radio serial and comics have differences, although they share concepts from each other, which makes them individually stronger in the long run. And I'm going to be reading the comic books just to stay aware of which is influencing the other as I go forward with this podcast. But talking about how I was saying different continuities and iterations, I'm going to go ahead for the purposes of this radio or my podcast, I'm going to call this Earth R. Back to the episode. So after the conversation with Superman is telling Lois and Jimmy to go back in the Cab that he has ready to take them back to the daily planet. That's awful convenient and weird. But I suppose after he rushed Perry White to the hospital, he must've taken a cab to Dr. Chiwan's. And I just thought it was weird because of the dire situation at his apartment. Like you think he'd want to rush back as soon as possible, but I suppose it helps his Clark Kent alibi and he didn't know Lois and Jimmy were in imminent danger at the time. So that must've been when he switched to Superman when he did know. And he's just hanging back with Dr. Chi-Wan after they leave. And Dr. Chi-Wan's just amazed at how he knows all that he knows. And he wants to know who Superman is. Well, we of course know he knows what he knows because of the conversation Chi-Wan had with Clark, but Chi-Wan doesn't know that. And Superman reveals that this is the other huge thing in this episode, how he knows himself that he is from Krypton, which shattered in a million fragments like he said, and he has strange powers such as speed, strength and above all, the power to resist disease of course that will get refuted in future stories probably but for now, and for the purposes of Earth are He has the power to resist disease and he proceeds to drink this poison tea and for the second time in two story arcs just like the last one the Black Pearl of Osiris he is unharmed after drinking poison. And what I was wanting to pull out of that though is how how does Superman know he is from Krypton? It made me think is this like, cause in the, he had quite a longer journey or for, or in the radio serial than he did in like the, the comics. Cause he arrived as a baby in the comic books, another difference. And I believe he arrived as a man in the radio serial and in the radio serial, I think he was just hovering above a road in Indiana. I want to say as a man like when we first get to him as superman but why i think he knows the best i'd come up with is like in superman the movie during his journey from krypton to earth he must have had jorel speaking to him or so that that or his mother but that could be how he knows certain information. And I guess, of course, jor will speak in English because he must have done reconnaissance to know English and that is where Clark will arrive if he charted out his course. So that just really made me think of Superman the movie with the, when jor when is teaching Superman about Earth and himself.
0: be your sight your strength your hearing your ability to propel yourself at almost limitless speed
1: the early history of our universe was a bloody mosaic of
0: interplanetary war each of the six galaxies which you were passed through contained their own individual law space and time it is forbidden for you to
5: interfere with human history lois lane talking to superman And Superman acknowledging his origins to Dr. Chi Wan. Definitely make this a milestone episode with huge beats for the continuity going forward. So moving on, Dr. Wan is talking with Superman then about how Walter Huffman is shrewd, unscrupulous, and a man who would not hesitate to crush anyone who stood in his way so after this superman decides that he's going to leave dr juan and it's bad enough that superman leaves dr juan but he also doesn't take the dragon's teeth when dr juan asked about them and said they weren't safe there i just think the dragon's teeth were going to be safer with the invulnerable guy than dr juan When his location's already compromised. And... I I question Superman's judgment there. But I suppose plot armor is going to have a lot to do with things going... The way things are told. And you have to raise the stakes. You want to get your listeners tuning back in. and Anyway though, I didn't expect... So Superman... Thinks these dragon's teeth are going to be okay until Clark Kent comes and calling and picks them up the next day. But anyway, this is a poor decision on his part, and I think Superman probably is going to end up feeling guilty when he does find out that Doctor Wan did end up dying. I mean, I'm not gonna, I don't expect to hear any remorse from Superman in future episodes, but it's something you would definitely find out like if this story was told today so after superman leaves dr juan and dr juan almost immediately is visited by walter huffman so superman must have been just far enough and not using his super hearing and he's going to check on perry white so uh, that's where he was going as clark kent he's worried about perry white but anyway we learned that Walter Huffman ended up paying Saul who was Dr. Chi Wan's servant boy to poison the tea and he's also who let Walter Huffman in and Walter Huffman also ends up killing uh, Dr. Wan as the news is breaking of Dr. Wan's death we do find out some Daily Planet staffers we get a couple names from a clip I wanted to play just because We normally don't get any airtime of other staffers from the Daily Planet besides Perry, Clark, Lois, and Jimmy. And I'm going to play that, and then I'm going to go into why I think this was pretty cringy. Copy, boy.
0: Copy. Copy. Yes, Mr. Hogan. Here, rush this down, Jimmy. Tell Riley to squeeze it into page two. It's a Chinaman, but he's important. Gee,
4: Willock. Dr. One.
5: What's You know him, Jimmy?
4: You bet. Miss Lane...
5: He's a Chinaman, but he's important. I would say that this was the cringiest line in this episode because I feel like Mr. Hawkins is explaining to Jimmy that Dr. Chi Wan was an important figure, and that is why it merits attention in the paper. Whereas I would say a homicide in the city should probably be treated with uh, dignity as a story, no matter what race the victim is. And... A runner-up for me, for cringiest line, is just in the opening, and I think this has happened before, but I'm probably just now bringing attention to it, is when they call Lois Lane a star girl reporter. Just really hanging a lantern on that word, girl. Because her being a girl, actually woman, is an anomaly to the times. But I would say, however, this also helps point out what a role model Lois Lane can be for anyone listening. And I don't think there's any intentional slight in calling her a girl reporter, as she is also a star. So, kind of getting towards the end of my comments here. When Lois and Jimmy find out about Dr. Chiwon, and they're shocked and wondering if Superman had anything to do with it, which is very interesting. And... So Lois is going to see Clark to inform him all about it, who's with Perry at the hospital. And something here that in this scene that they had together was very cool is when she mentions to Clark that she saw a man in a blue costume and a red cape that came crashing through the window and that Jimmy identified as Superman. So add to that when Dr. Chi Wan was saying Superman wears a red cloak when they were having their conversation earlier. It just, all this visual, I mean, all this uh, describing just helps to paint this audio adventure in our minds. So we're knowing that he's uh, got that colorful costume. The end of this episode is also pretty entertaining when Lois and Clark are talking at the hospital and Clark is mentioning how, after finding out that Dr. Chi-Wan is dead, I was just there. And then Lois is like, you were just there because she was there more recently than Clark. Then Clark quickly switches to an hour or so ago because he was just there as Superman, but not as Clark. So then when he's also refuting Superman's existence, trying to tell us, because he likes Superman to act as an urban legend, but Lois Lane is not having it because she saw him. And so she's telling Clark that, and she's also telling Clark that after her and Jimmy left, Superman was there with Dr. Chi-Wan, and she thinks Superman knows what happened to him. And she is going to, she wants him to come forward, and she's going to be spreading this story. And this all leaves Clark dumbfounded because she is breaking her promise already.
4: There's any way I can thank you for what you've done.
0: Yes, there is. Don't mention having seen me to a soul. The work I do can only be accomplished if I remain a legend.
4: You have my promise. Goodbye. So long, Superman.
3: Gee.
5: So long, Jimmy. Thank you for listening to Superman Radio Revisited. Superman was created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster in his copyright DC Comics. The music used in this episode was Valentine's Day by David Bowie. If you'd like to send feedback, comments, questions, you can do so in a variety of ways. I'm on Twitter, at Radio Superman. On Facebook, there is a Superman Radio Revisited Podcast group that I'd be delighted if you'd like to join. And you can send a voice message that I can play on the show through the Anchor app, which is free to download. And I'm going to conclude this podcast with a promo from another, for another podcast that I really enjoy and I was able to be a co-host on episode 45, I think it was. So I just wanted to show that podcast some love and it's kind of in keeping with the Valentine's Day theme as it was released on February 14th, 2022. Before I play that promo, however, I do want to thank those that have shared the show and helped get the word out. So if you want to get on this list, all you have to do is share on Facebook or retweet on Twitter. So for the last episode we have on Facebook, Terry Jensen.
1: International Bwahaha Podcast, a monthly show chronicling the adventures of the JLI era by Keith Giffen and J.M.D. Mateus. We started with the very first issue, and our coverage goes all the way through breakdowns. We're going issue by issue in release order, tackling two comics per episode, both a Justice League America issue and a Justice League Europe issue. Now, along the way, we're also taking time out for special episodes covering the quarterly book, interviews with various comic book creators, discussing the plethora of spin-off series, cartoon appearances, the infamous TV pilot, and more. And when we're all done, we'll wrap up our coverage by looking at the 2003 and 2005 stories formerly known as the Justice League, and I can't believe it's not the Justice League. So join me in an ever-changing roster of guest hosts as we celebrate your favorite JLI members, such as...
2: Batman, Martian Manhunter, Captain Atom, Fire, Ice,
1: Rocket Red, The Flash, The Elongated Man, Maxwell Lord,
2: Elrond, Power Girl, Renard Russe, I mean, Crimson Fox, Guy Gardner, Metamorpho, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, Nort,
1: Justice League International Bwahaha ha Podcast. Part of the Fire and Water Podcast Network. Want to make something of it?
0: Thank you and goodbye.
5: All music used. Copyright the respective copyright holders.